صوت اهل السنه والجماعه ليتس جو تو استاذ استاذ السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته جزاك الله خيرا مولانا رفعت بارك الله فيكم تو اور انجينيرز اند تكنيشنز برادر جنيد كان اند برادر رياض حسين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer narisha and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam today our focus is on chapter 38 surah 38 and that is surah to swad and this surah and chapter was revealed in makkah mukarramah and surrounding and it comprises 88 verses almighty allah jalla wala informs us wa ajibu an ja'ahum munzirum minhum they the mushrikeen the polytheists in makkah mukarramah were astonished and surprised that how come a warner with love and compassion came to them and told them they must believe in one allah one divine being one supreme being waqala alkafirun and when the truth dawns then people go for character assassination and they said hadha sahirun kazab that this person allah forbid he is one dabbling in witchcraft and is involved in jadu and kazab a big big liar allah forbid allah forbid but remember everybody knew mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam was always sadiqul amin the one who's always truthful a man of integrity honesty almighty allah jalla wala teaches us that partnership is not good because when you do partnership wa inna kathiran min alkhulata la yabghi ba'dhum ala ba'd that when you have partnership then you will see that some partners they will oppress the other partners except it is permissible but not something encouraged except those people who have true iman and faith and conviction they continue with the righteous deeds and actions then all matella states وَقَلِيلٌ and there are very very few of them in the hadith it is mentioned in mustana ahmad bulughul maram various compilations mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam says qala allah ta'ala all mighty allah jalla wala states ana thalithu sharikain when there is a partnership i am the third party they meaning my help my mercy will be there ma lam yakhun ahaduma ala al-akhir as long as there is no breach of trust there is no khianat in amanat once there is this honesty this loyalty then the help of all mighty allah jalla wala disappears 
So therefore, it's better that we have our own, and it is quarter loaf or half a loaf, rather than going into big, big syndicates and partnerships, and then everybody suffers. Almighty Allah mentions the incident of Nabi Dawood salam. The two people came and they gave their arguments. They in the chamber of Nabi Dawood Nabi Dawood passed the verdict and then he realized that he didn't hear the other parties, you know, what he had to say. So he went into Sajda and cried to Almighty Allah for this mistake of his. So this place here there is a Sajdai Tilawat and we should perform the Sajdai Tilawat. I did not read the ayat. So nevertheless the Sajdai is there according to the Hanafis, according to the Malikis and the Hanbalis. Only Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah states that there is no Sajdai Tilawat here. He says it is Sajdai Shukr and for gratitude Nabi Dawood alayhi salatu salam went into Sajdai. Thereafter, Almighty Allah Jalla tells us, وَوَهَبْنَا لِدَاوُودَ سُلَيْمَانَ Almighty Allah granted Nabi Dawood salam, Nabi Sulaiman salam, as his beloved son. Both father and son were beloved to Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah gave Nabi Sulaiman salam, a vast and big kingdom. One day he was inspecting his horses and the time for salat and prayer got delayed. He said, Rudduha alay, and he said, that bring them back to me. And then he slaughtered them. So this you call Ghaira. Ghaira is that how come a worldly thing distracted me from the ibadat and the worship and servitude of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. He rebuilds Masjid al-Aqsa, that is Nabi Sulaiman salam, and then he makes this dua, powerful dua, Rabbi fili wa habli mulk Allah yambaghi li ahadim min ba'di ya Allah forgive me. Anbiya messengers alayhimu salatu salam peace be upon them they are free from and protected from vices and sins. So when they ask for forgiveness it is because of mistakes or error in judgment. Wa habli and grant me Allah mulk al kingdom la yambaghi li ahadim min ba'di. That is not suitable for anybody after me. Inna ka antal wahhab. You are the best of givers. O Muslim, O Muslimah, male, female, we want something from Allah. Say, Ya Wahhabu, Ya Wahhabu. Allah Jalla Wala is the best of givers. Almighty Allah mentions the incident of Nabi Ayyub salam. He was so ill and so sick. And then he cried to Almighty Allah, Surah 21, verse 83, Ya Allah, that this calamity has struck me, and you are the most merciful one to show mercy. So Almighty Allah, Jalla is teaching us so many lessons. Thereafter, Almighty Allah draws a comparison. What will happen to those people who enter Jannah and Paradise and those who enter Jahannam and the Hellfire, Allah forbid. And in the ending of the Surah, Surah Saw, Chapter 38, Almighty Allah reminds us the pride and the arrogance of the Iblis that how he defied and he disregarded the command of Almighty Allah. All the angels went into Sajda 
and Iblis, Ma manaka anta lima khalaqtu bidebiyadei, that what happened to you? Why you didn't make sazda? I commanded you. So astagbarta amkunta min al-alin. Are you arrogant and proud? Or do you consider yourself superior? He said, Ana khayrum min. I am better than him. I am superior to him. Khalaqtani min nariu wa khalaqtahu min tiin. You created me from fire and created him from dust, sand and clay. Allah expelled him and Allah's curse is upon him. Therefore, we should always know that follow the path of Rahman and not the path of Shaitan. May all Almighty Allah give us tawfiq. Ameen, 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 Thumma Ameen. Jazakumullah khairan Ustad. Yes, uh, listeners of uh, As-Safina to Iral Jannah and listeners of uh, Al-Ansar and Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 084-786-3132. Uh, Ustad, let's begin with this brother here. He says here, this is from Rehapak. Can a man marry a woman he made pregnant whilst she is pregnant? Ustad. You must remember that if she's pregnant, then what you mean you made her pregnant, double pregnant. So you must remember that when a lady is pregnant, <clears throat> now we have to see that you, the person who fornicated with her, committed adultery with her, if you are responsible for impregnating her, then yes, you can marry her, provided that she is not your sister or she is not your niece and someone like that, that you can never marry. So if you eloped with her, obviously all that is haram and you must be punished. If it is fornication that you are not married, then you get a hundred lashes each. And this is mentioned in the Quran Sharif, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 2. And this must be done publicly. If it is adultery, you are married, then is a death penalty. Nevertheless, ABC male, he committed zina, fornication or adultery with that lady XYZ and she was conceived. So now you want to marry her? Yes, you marry her provided both parties are Muslim and marry her quickly. That is what Quran is teaching us also. And if you must remember that somebody else made her pregnant and now you want to marry that lady, so you can marry her, but you cannot fulfill conjugal rights with her because, remember, she is already pregnant. So anyway, the lesson here is that zina, fornication, adultery is a heinous crime and remember 100 lashes or the death penalty for fornication, 100 lashes, adultery, death penalty. And you, the person, who's responsible yes you can marry her but remember both parties have to make toba and both parties must be muslim muftisab it says here hi salam muftisab khairiyat i'm a brother from india in hyderabad wants to get married according to sunnah tariqa of sallallahu alayhi wasallam so kindly let me the sunnah of nikah and what time should be nikah performed and which day to perform a nikah according to sunnah thank you haji yunus ahmad ustad mashallah haji yunus ahmad aap to hyderabad dakkan ke ho india mein allah taala aapke liye behtareen jori aur biwi jo hai naseeb farmaye تو بہترین مہینہ جو ہے شادی کے لیے شوال کا مہینہ ہے رمضان کے بعد اور دس تاریخ کو ہو جائے تو نور علا نور اور اگر اس وقت نہیں ہو سکتا ہے تو کوئی بھی وقت جو ہے شوال میں جمعے کے روز مسجد میں ہو اور جو ہے جو مہر آپ عطا فرمائیں گے بیوی کو کو ماشاء اللہ ہمارے حساب سے یہاں پر ہمارے ساتھ افریقہ میں 
تو دس ہزار رین گیارہ ہزار رین تو آپ یوں سمجھے ایک ہزار ڈالر تو اس کے تکم و بیش جو ہے آپ دے دیجئے بیوی کو تو یہ مہر فاطمی ہے آپ زیورات میں بھی دے سکتے ہیں نقد میں بھی دے سکتے ہیں یہ تو آپ کو خیار ہے اس معاملے میں تو آپ جو ہے آپ جل اجل جو ہے طے کر لیجئے اور ربنا حبلنا من ازواجنا و ذریاتنا قرت آئین کی تلاوت فرما لیجئے وی تول برادر بیسٹ ٹائم ٹو گیٹ میرڈ از ان شوال ان دا مسجد آن اے فرائیڈے اینڈ ریمبر دا مہر از اباؤٹ تھاؤزینڈ ڈالرس پلس مائنس یو ایس فورٹین ففٹین تھاؤزینڈ رین سو یو نو ساؤتھ افریکن منی آلدو از الیون تھاؤزینڈ ٹویلو تھاؤزینڈ بٹ اف یو راؤنڈ اٹ آف اٹ فورٹین ففٹین از فائن نو پرابلم ود دیٹ اینڈ ریمبر دیٹ ہی شوڈ بی دا ون to now ensure that things must be expedited and both parties should read Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurta ayun so in that way that we should not delay talmatol mat karna jaldi karna is mamle mein inshallah ameen Ustad we go to Chelly he says assalamu alaikum honorable mufti sahab we do not miss your program in the morning with Mulana Arafat may Allah ta'ala take you both from strength to strength inshallah ameen we sisters uh, here in Chelly Ustad Chellyans uh, can mufti please advise which is a better name for a baby girl between Zunaira and Tasmiya and if mufti can also provide the meanings and correct spellings that would be appreciated موسیقی So that is the meaning. So very good name, Sahabiyah's name. And if you say Tasmiyah or you say Sumayyah, so all these are good names. And Sahabiyah's name, Sumayyah, Tasmiyah. Tasmiyah means to say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Sumayyah will mean lofty, exalted, high. So all these names are acceptable. Whatever your husband, wife, parents are happy with, mashallah, you choose that name, no problem with it. So the sister is asking Zanira or Zunaira. So both ways you can. If you say Zunaira, you are making it Tazgir. Tazgir means diminutive. Abdullah, slave of Allah. Ubaidullah, so the small slave of Allah. So that is called Tazgir in Arabic, diminutive in English, which means that Allah sabilil mahabba. You are calling him small Abdullah out of love. So yeah, also that she will be the thin and the small one who is thin. So you're calling her small out of love and out of mahabba. Mufti Sahib, a listener in Azadwal says, just got married, just returned also from honeymoon. He says, Mufti Sahib, due to not wanting to have one baby after another, what means of contraceptives are allowed? Don't get us wrong, Mufti Sahib, we want many children, but not one after another. <laughs> so yes, you must tell your wife that now, no, now, immediately you just got married, so there must be no contraceptives now. So in your first year, second year, mashallah, you go for the child, the baby, and so forth, and read by Almighty Allah, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurata'ayun. Ya Allah, grant us such spouses and children, offspring that are the 
coolness of the ice. Secondly, when your wife gives birth after one year, two years or so, then temporary you'll use some, you understand, contraceptive so that the breastfeeding can take place, so that the terbia and the nurturing, so just for a temporary period, six months, one year, so that will be fine. But to use it on long term and permanent, that definitely is not permissible. Mm. Muftab, uh, brother Ibrahim, Italy, he says, if I am in debt, do I have to pay zakat? It, it depends how much debt you are and which type of debt it is. If the debt is haram debts, for example, a person is owing the casino or the person is owing the escort agency and haram places, the street ladies. So in case like that, you do not deduct it because it's haram debts for zakat purposes. Second one is this, if the debt is halal, then we will minus it, subtract it, and on the balance you will pay zakat 2.5%, provided that it reaches the nisab the nisab is here in south africa four and a half thousand rand so you say about four hundred dollars or so so in that way inshallah if you have that amount so four five hundred u.s dollars or more then on the remainder the balance you will pay zakat two and a half percent we said we go to abu dhabi this is uh, ummi anisa she says uh, salam alaikum muftisab a woman permitted to study correspondence with the intention of working from home and how come Muftisab only the ladies and the women they listen to Asafina to Ilal Jannah besides the men where are the men for who start the, ma- the men are sleeping or they in the masjid <laughs> so you must remember that so the men are either in the masjid or they fast asleep so yes you must make dua and wake them up so inshallah they can. there are many men also that listen Allah ta'ala reward our Mona Arafat brother Ameen. Riyaz Hussein and Junaid can't they make great sacrifice come early in the morning Almighty Allah reward them so okay your question sister very good yes you want to study via correspondence we say permissible and we will encourage that compared to going to university and so forth and even after you graduate you work from home excellent so remembered you need to become an asset to your family your husband to your children you need to become an asset to the ummah so all that would be acceptable one condition only the science or the discipline and that field which you are studying remember must be permissible for example if you want to study something which is against islam so that would not be permissible even via correspondence but if it is a field that is permissible then very good we will encourage that. Hmm. Somebody is saying, Ustad, can you give a wazifa to remove the effects of black magic, Ustad, in Sihar? Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, gave the wazifa, Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the enemies got hold of the hair Mubarak of Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went through difficulty during that time as mentioned in Bukhari Sharif and so forth. So remember Almighty Allah Jalla wa revealed the 11 verses. Which 11 verses? Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq and Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas because these people they got the hair Mubarak of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
So this is the greatest ta'weez you can get. Surah Falaq, five verses, and Surah Anna, six verses. So these were the 11 verses that were revealed, and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that this is the best ta'weez, the most effective one. So read the last two surahs, read Aytul Kursi, read Surah Fatiha, and if you can, daily read a part, a portion of Surah Baqarah. So once a week you complete the whole entire Surah Baqarah, the second surah Alif Lam Mim Dalik Al Kitab all these are defense mechanisms so that you can that you can protect yourself your family your children from all these impact negative impact of Sihar Jadu Witchcraft Allah Ta'ala protect us all Ustad breaking family ties is it good? Break a son from his mother and sisters, Ustad? Almighty Allah Jalla speaks of this in Surah 47, Surah Muhammad, verses 22-23. In tawallaytum, when you have authority and power, and tufsidu fil ard, you cause mischief, mayhem, chaos on this earth. arhamakum, And you sever the family ties. Those are the people, Ulaika alladheena la'anahumullah, that Almighty Allah has cursed them for asammahum wa a'ma absarahum made them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind absolutely haram remember O son go to your mother even if your mother is wrong and ask her for forgiveness we can never repay and forget what our mother did for us so always go and join the family ties do not sever and break the family ties my son got married to my sister's daughter and even since they got married there's problems 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 she only fight with him and family members get involved it's gone 10 years we're in this problem mufti shop she always wants it her way they got two beautiful girls what can be done Ustad? the best thing is you the two sisters you'll give them their space and freedom sometime one sister's daughter the other sister's son or one sister's daughter and the other one is the brother's son so all these type of things because now it's all very close family Masi's daughter or Masi's son Kala's son, Kala's daughter auntie and so forth so you all then poke your nose inside give them their freedom and you will see they will sort things out among themselves you the wife don't be so dominant over your husband and you the wife yeah, and you the husband you must assert the role of the foreign minister everything outside you do and inside everything remember the wife will do Allah bless you all were beautiful two children and flowers so 10 years so maybe the children are five six seven years old now so remember that if you husband wife father mother you keep on fighting remember this will have a negative impact on the flowers of you children want to see a happy household children want to see where the parents are happy so when you are positive that will generate a positive message when you are negative then that generates a negative message and this scars the child psychologically and many a time they suffer later on and in life so it's in your interest so husband wife sort your differences out you two sisters stay out of the problem mm. and things will improve exactly. and read your five daily salat and read Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud, the beautiful, wonderful attribute and name of Almighty Allah Jalla wala. It's exactly now uh, 12 minutes after 5 Central African time. You're tuning and listening to a Safina to Iral Jannah. We go to Philippines, uh, our beloved, very good friend Joshua. 
He wants to know, is it allowed to have an English name with a Muslim name combined, Ustad? Yes, you can do that, brother Yusha. For example, a person's name is David. So David is the equivalent of Dawood. Or you say Joseph, and Joseph is the equivalent of Yusuf. So if you want to maintain and retain such names, David, Joseph, Mary, for Miriam, so all that would be acceptable. Or, for example, you have another name, but that name there is not a good meaning. So remember, it is some idol's name or some deity, some semi-god, demigod's name. So in a case like that, then you have to remove that name from yourself and you give yourself the Muslim name. Because remember, إِنَّكُمْ تُدْعَوْنَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِأَسْمَاءِكُمْ وَأَسْمَاءِكُمْ on the day of justice, the last day, you will be called by your name and your father's name. And brother Yusha, Joshua, inshallah, you Ameen. embrace Islam Ameen. and you become Yusha, the handsome one. So your handsomeness will increase. So the only thing of this world that we will take into Jannah and Paradise is our names. فَأَحْسِنُوا أَسْمَاءَكُمْ The Messenger of Islam, the Hadith is in Abu Dawood. <coughs> the Messenger of Islam, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, peace be upon him, said that you must choose good names. And this is the name we will take with us in Paradise. So therefore choose good, good names and suitable names. Ustad, we go to Misr, Egypt. I'm not understanding the question. Maybe Ustad could assist me, inshallah. It says here, Muftisab, but didn't the Muslims of Egypt become mu'mins? In certain countries, Muslims really want to follow the Sunnah, but because of government brutality, they're not allowed to do so. They actually get tortured for doing so. This is Ahmed from Misr, Ustad. Remember, my brother Ahmed from Misr, what you need to remember is your own history in Egypt. Mm. It was the first of Ramadan. It was 20 years after the Hijrah. The Khalifa was Sayyidina Umar Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu ta'ala anhu wa arda. He was in Medina Munawwara. And Fatih Misr, the conqueror of Egypt, was Amr bin As, radiallahu ta'ala anu warda. Therefore, in your Cairo, you have Masjid Amr bin As, and beautiful Masjid. I've been there several times, and read Salat there. So that is how Egypt became, Islam came to Egypt 1420 years ago. Islam is still there, Muslims are still in majority, and the Arabic language is the first language, the official language. Remember, your own history is teaching you. There was Nabi Musa, salam, Nabi Harun, salam, and there was the Fir'aun, the Pharaoh was there. What did he, Nabi Musa, salam, tell his people? Surah 10, Surah Yunus, verses 85, 86. We all go through challenges in South Africa, our problem challenges, a crime, corruption, AIDS, pandemic, so many things like that. So every country will have certain challenges. So we know there are many pharaohs today that they want to remain in power and then they oppress their people. So read this dua of Nabi Musa Upon Allah alone we place our trust. Rabbana 
la tajalna fitnatan lil qawmi zalimin ya allah do not make us a target for people who are the zalims and the oppressors wa najjina bi rahmatika min al qawmi al kafirin ya allah you protect us and give rescue us through your mercy from a people who are the disbelievers remember everyone is responsible for his or her own actions so you read your five daily salat make these duas halat conditions are all in the hands of almighty allah jalla wa so wherever we are you will find more and more fir'aun more and more tyrants and oppressors so may almighty allah jalla wa make it easy for you surah 10 surah yunus verses 85 86 uh, Usad, we go to Wellington, New Zealand. A little Taliba says that she hasn't understood her lesson yesterday with her Ustad teacher regarding Hayz and Istihada. She wants to know what's the difference between Hayz and Istihada, little Taliba. Taliba, remember that when a girl lady becomes baligha, mature, then she will have Hayz. I'll explain to you the Hanafi school because you follow the Hanafi. So minimum days of menses according to Hanafis is three days and maximum is 10 days and between two menses so your menses your hay stopped yesterday so after four days five days six days again you are bleeding so remember so that is istihaza so between two menses one menses ending the other one starting you need minimum 15 days one five days in between so what is istihaza istihaza means you are tahira you are clean so for every first salat you will have to perform a fresh and new hudu so i'm giving you the example minimum days are three maximum days are ten for hayes and menses so after one week you started bleeding again so that is istihada so it, you are considered pure and clean salat is still compulsory upon you and for every first salat you will make a fresh wudu and read the salat so similarly that if a lady bled for one day two days and then everything stopped so that one two days remember also will be istihada salat is still compulsory obviously in hayes there's no ada there's no qada there's no salat at all so these are the big differences between hayes and istihada i mean ustad is 20 minutes after five our program inshallah ustad inshallah our program today between 11 and 12 will be blessed of marriage then five past one to half past one will be inshallah the tafsir and inshallah half past one to two from the archives and inshallah this week thursday friday saturday uppington mr uppington please contact me so we need you to contact me i sent you a message so inshallah i hope you read the message contact us jazakallah khair i'll be landing in uppington inshallah 12 30 thursday inshallah before Zohar, Barakallahu Fiqh, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Saud, Merkaz al-Sahaba.